from Slickback Studios headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, Mike Coscarelli, Matt Lajeski, and Adam Foster are The Sports Group. All sports, all men, all right. Sponsored by Falstaff Beer, America's favorite beer for the drive home. And we're back in the last place on earth where men can still be men. You are now in the pulse pumping, fist bumping, heart thumping, cock sucking, motherfucking sports group. I am your host, Mike Coscarelli, joined as always in Chicago. By Matt Lajeski. Hello, Matt. Mike, how's it going? It is fantastic. I think you've been better, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, and let's bring in Adam Foster, who is in San Diego, California. Adam, how are you tonight? Hey, Mikey. Wait, what's wrong? Uh, Matt's audio was behind, but now it's caught up. All right. So before uh, before we get into some sports talk... Uh, Turn it around. If you're watching on Zoom at all, you can see... That I am drinking a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Great, a great and friendly sponsor of the show, might I add. Uh, I'll walk off. <laughs> um, you guys have, you're going to, Matt said before we started that you want to give me the business for drinking Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Yeah. It's not the fact that you're drinking Dunkin' Donuts coffee. It's also how you're drinking it. Adam, you want to let our, uh, our listeners know what is in this catastrophe of a coffee? Well, I mean, it's, it's basically a bitter trash. It is <laughs> almond milk and Dunkin' Donuts coffee. No yeah. sugar, no sweetener. Yeah. He's drinking the lowest, the lowest quality coffee in the world. Cause no, I mean, you could go to not. third world countries and get good coffee beans. Actually, you go to Guatemala and get a, some Guatemalan coffee beans. But there Dunkin' are- Donuts brings trash to a convenient location near you. It's disgusting. There are places that have much worse coffee than Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Uh, I'm listening. Wawa, for one, all my Jersey people and Philadelphia people. Wawa's coffee is way worse than Dunkin's coffee. No, no. I like yes. Wawa's coffee. Then you're a pile of shit. If you, if you sweeten <laughs> it up, if you sweeten it up, if you sweeten up the coffee. Yeah. You can't drink Wawa's black. What are, I mean, that's, that's insane, but well, I'm not drinking have, the Dunkin' same black. thing with Dunkin' Donuts. But you're drinking it. I mean, dude, almond milk is basically nothing. Almond milk is water with a couple nuts dropped into it for a little bit. That's what it is. So Dunkin' Donuts coffee is essentially like, I, I don't know. It's just Mike. I don't know. Uh, um, there are better. Also, coffee there's places. nothing. Go ahead. Adam. Top tier. There's nothing top tier at Dunkin' Donuts. Nothing. It's just a mediocre storefront. Domino's Pizza even has the cheesy bread and the chocolate lava cakes. Yeah, the, the donuts are the donuts are are fine. They're fine. Fine, exactly, exactly. Krispy Kreme is at least is, be, is way better than Dunkin' Donuts. 
And I don't have do anything great around here. And I'm not eating donuts. I'm having I'm having like a cup a, of coffee. Starbucks has some good food items, at least. I, and I don't having, like Starbucks either. I'm having a cup of coffee because it was conveniently delivered to my apartment. And I'm doing this with Dude, no sugar. You're not helping yourself. I saying am that trying. You got coffee delivered. You got I, Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> delivered, dude. You're like the people I see on Reddit crying about how their Taco Bell delivery didn't go as planned. I'm not crying about anything. I'm having a great time drinking my Dunkin'. You're the ones crying. I'm not crying. I'm just disappointed and I'm upset because yeah, I just I, also, I just didn't know this about you. Yeah, you live near diners. Like legitimate. Diners, I do. Yeah, right? I do. I have a diner. So that's so that right there. Because you know what happens if you drink uh diner coffee black? You'll enjoy it. <laughs> you can't drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee black. The only thing you can do with black coffee from Dunkin' Donuts is dissolve a body in your bathtub. Diner <laughs> coffee is best enjoyed black and completely by yourself. That's true. Like a writer. Right. Right. Sitting alone at a diner sipping black coffee. That's the ultimate. That's true. Um, well, I've been enjoying this Dunkin' Coffee. It is it is helping me curb my appetite, uh, which is the the end game here. So I didn't get a pint of ice cream tonight and, and eat it mm, before we recorded. The truth comes out, folks. I'm a stress eater. What do you want from me? I'm, I've been under a lot of stress launching a fucking media company. <laughs> now he stays up. Now he stays up all night. Um, but uh, you know who locally is uh, partnered with Dunkin'? Who's it's, that? The football oh. teams, the New York Jets and the New York Giants. Hmm. Ah, and obviously we always open our shows talking about the local sports teams. The baseball teams are currently playing each other right now. The Mets and the Yankees. If you're watching on uh, on YouTube, they're they're right behind me. Uh, as it stands right now, at the time of recording, top of the ninth inning, seven three Mets. Uh, despite the fact that the Mets have done everything they can to give this game right back to the Yankees. Um, this is a crosstown. The Yankees battle. are that bad. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a crosstown battle of who can be more pathetic. Uh, I think the baseball season in New York is. I'm going to say it guys. I think it's over. Oh yeah. The Yankees, are, they're in the hunt. They could get a wild card spot. I don't think there's any chance that the Mets do. Um, and I don't know what the Mets are going to do with the deadline. I don't know that there's much to sell. I don't know that there's much to sell for the Yankees either. If I'm being honest, we're, we're a couple, we're a week away from the trade deadline. The only thing yeah. that the Yankees are selling is us. The fact that they are still trying and they have a chance and they're not doing a good job of selling that because we don't believe it. Yeah. And we want people fired. And that's the end of that. There's no more jokes to be made. It's over. It's beyond disappointing. And honestly, makes me want to drink a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. That's how sad. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I'm going to drink this week's newest sponsor. This is an AHA. Oh, okay. A delicious AHA. Why, why an AHA? I don't know. A good, bo- uh, a good box. You know, hmm. nice. Yeah. Doesn't the can looks nice? Yeah, can looks good, right? Yeah. Uh, so with the baseball season effectively over in New York City, uh, post trade deadline, if if you're not in the mix, you're you're done. Um, the I Orioles mean, dude, look- I'm I'm at the point where if the Yankees got Otani, I wouldn't even be excited. 
I don't, they don't, they're not, they don't, I don't think the Yankees have enough to get Otani, even if they want That's what the that's, rumors That's not are. the point, Mike. The point is Adam, even if they could, Adam would, it I wouldn't even care for him. They, they'd call me up and say, what do you think, Adam? I'd say no comment. <laughs> you wouldn't even say not no interested comment. in commenting. You'd have your assistant, uh, return their, right, right, no exactly. Comment. You couldn't right. even be bothered to give no comment. Yeah, Hal. Hal Steinbrenner. Yes. Okay. Let's we have to we have to tighten. Enemy this. of the show, Hal Steinbrenner. <laughs> um Enemy of the show. Oh, and what about this? Rizzo hasn't homered <laughs> since fucking he did it. He hit his first home run since May 20th. Over two months. Yeah, against the Royals. You know what else? I mean, two months. Dude, that's the weekend after Mother's Day. I'm sure he had like a big fight that's, with his mom, and that's why. That's, that's almost one season of the year. Yeah, that's but it's like half the summer, basically. You can probably fly to the moon and back in that time. I don't know. Can we get somebody on that? Figure that Jeremy, out. How long does it take to? Can you fly to the moon and back in three months? months? All right, we'll, well give him say the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Two months. Uh, I say yeah. He uh, sucks. Since we're sort of declaring death on the baseball season in New York, um, football is right around the corner. We keep getting more and more excited. We're, we're, we're almost there, guys. Training camp's going on. Um, it's, it's just started up. And actually, you know who's going to be on hard knocks this year? Oh, yeah. The New York Jets. Tripping balls. Right. Are they going to let Rogers take acid on hard knocks? Are they going to show his darkness retreat? I mean, listen, it's, I, I'm sure HBO will try to squeeze in as much chaos as they can. It's it, it's a question of what the NFL is going to and the Jets are going to going to allow them uh, yeah. to do. From what I have heard from and this is actually uh, this is not a bit. I have people, a few sources at the NFL, uh, and I have heard that the teams, n- not a single team likes having their their team on hard knocks. Dude, they like should a, just why? do Detroit every year. Well, yeah, it's Detroit. probably all Detroit liability. Well, they they just think that it's like the players like it. The orders, no, the, the players don't like it. Oh, the players don't like it either. No, no, the no part of the team likes being on hard knocks. Like hmm. last year, there was this whole that whole thing about how like there was no mention of Jared Goff in uh, the Detroit one because it was just like like I think he just didn't didn't comply at all. Didn't give them anything. Um. Hmm. Cause that was a storyline, like, like run out of LA. Like, is he going to be any good? Are the Tigers going to be good? If he can't be good, the Tigers, the Lions, the Detroit. But, um, are you, do you still, was watch that the Hard year Knocks? they were okay? That was last yeah, year. Last year they were, they almost made the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So right? they, they were in it right till the end, kind of. Yeah. Do you guys still watch Hard Knocks? Do you care that it's the Jets? Do you care that it's Rodgers? Is there any hook for you to watch this? Nope. Didn't care last year. <laughs> Didn't even know about it, really. And I haven't thought about it in a long, long time, for sure, until just right now. I honestly think this could not be any more interesting. Like, maybe there's a better team to put on it this year than the Jets, but I don't know, man. You saw that viral clip of Gardner. Yeah, chaining Rogers, putting the, the chain. chain on Rogers, right? That was giving me like 2004 50 cent vibes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that was a cool moment. 
Yeah. Uh, Rogers is interesting again. He's like the old man who seems to, you know, want to have like the old gunslinger almost. You know what I mean? It's, it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Uh, Jets have a, a coach that's good for TV, a QB that's good for TV. And, um, the brand, it's a resurgence of the brand. Honestly, I think the Jets brand has been really in the gutter for quite a while. This is the thing, man. I always, I've said this about the Mets too. Like, I always think that the counterculture New York teams should really lean hard into not being like the prestige brands that the New York Giants and the New York Yankees are. Like the Mets and the Jets should lean into the fact that they should just be like, yeah, we're like the fucking party team. We're like, we are a circus. Like we're meant to be a circus. And like once every 25 years, you get a really fun team. And this is, we're due. I mean, the Jets Absolutely. have been bad for a really long time. It, it has, they've been bad since the, the end of the Rex Ryan run, but that team was awesome. They were so fun to root for. Uh, I, to this day, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think Rex is great on TV, if I'm being honest, but like horrible was, on TV. Yeah. He's bad. He on doesn't TV. look, he's not like a, Nice guy to look at. Like, you don't no. like looking at, you don't want to look at him talk. His mouth's fucking massive. Like, yeah. And yeah. it just he like kind of looks like down. Chris Christie a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I yeah. see him on there and I'm like, what the fuck is Chris Christie doing talking about football? A little bit. Yeah. There's and some similarities there. Yeah. So, I mean, but he was great on hard knocks. He was, he was great on TV when he was, there was just a camera in the room. Like, he's a charismatic yeah. guy. That's right. Right. Shots. Right. Very true. Right. And he had, I mean, it was fun to have to root for a Jets team that was like, like had swagger, you know, mm-hmm. which is what I kind of feel like this team does. Like you have, you're coming off of a season where you had, I can't remember. I don't know that that's ever happened before that a team has had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year in like the same year. Um, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. You, you have great players on both sides of the ball. Hey, coach like, is cool. Guy, hey, coach is cool. For. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think I am going to watch it. And I mean, I don't know. Rogers is winning me over. I, I don't think we had ever released any of the content that we did during the saga of Dude, Rogers. It's so funny how, unex- how pissed off you were about the thought of Rogers. <laughs> yeah. When it came and and it's like, clearly this was your only option at having anything. Yeah. But the, so the thing was, I thought that he was going to show up here and be like a fucking jerk off the way that he'd been for years. Now, right. Right. But, but dude, I think it's like, that he just got painted as a jerk off, though. I think he was a ah. jerk off, but he was like an angsty fucking teen in the suburbs of Green yeah. Bay. He's like, he just wants to get out of the fucking shitty suburbs and go live life in a big, shiny, flashy city. Right. You know, that, I, I think, think that's you're right. What it was. I really do. Because th- he seems like from everything that I've seen of him so far in New York, he seems to love it. He's like going to the Broadway shows. He's like pr- he's being an active member of the he's he's being a superstar quarterback, which yeah. is what he should be. Yeah, he is he's an active member of of high society. Right. High in more ways than one society <laughs> of New York City. Right. And yeah, that's what he should be doing. He's the man now being the court, being a star quarterback, a star athlete. In New York City is a fucking amazing thing. Yeah, you know it's it's, so it's got to be the, pretty awesome. Got to be great. But but then you know every, like Jeter can't go anywhere on the streets. But this is the other thing. So this is like exactly my point. 
Rogers being weirdo Rogers is is like I he's he hasn't been that bad yet. And when it happens, I'm sure it's going to be very grating and I'll be over Rogers by the end of the year. I'm sure I'll be like, God <laughs> damn, this, this guy's a nightmare to deal with. But the one thing well, I this team can is, only disappoint. The way- <laughs> there's, been, there's so much hype around this team at this point. That's a good point, Adam. You are right. But I do think that the one thing is that like Jeter, as as much of a winner as he was, and uh, like he was a perfect Yankee, he's the most boring person. Another, talk about another he guy is that's bad boring. on TV and just like yeah. isn't very interesting. Other he than does, the fact yeah, that he he's, was the shortstop of the Yankees. He doesn't have the sort of charisma that you want in. I mean, he's he's great for the he's kind of like Mahomes a little bit. You know what I mean? Like Mahomes is like Mahomes wasn't the hands down most incredible quarterback to watch right now his personality is kind of like oh you know he's like a little goofy he's a a dork yeah yeah which is like maybe a little charming but like i don't get like i've never watched a patrick mahomes press conference where i was like oh wow that was fucking entertaining yeah right 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 right, and i do want that out of not every athlete needs to be an entertainer in that way but when you need more of those yeah when you do get like lamar jackson is great at the podium you right. Know, Cause he's, he's very unique and he just, he's so honest. And Rogers is, you know, he's different. He's like a little sarcastic. He's a little bit of a prick, but yeah. like he's earned the right to be that way. Now we get to see him do it in New York. Yeah. It's a good uh, point. Not many people get to be a star quarterback. If you want to be a douche a little bit as a star quarterback, like you should be allowed to be a douche. Well, yeah. And it's just like, I, I think that. At a certain point, who the hell wouldn't need a change of scenery from Green Bay after oh, right. 13, however many years it's been? You know, Too I would long. be Green Bay out of there. Yeah, right. I don't blame you. Did your time. Um, the population but, of Green Bay. Speaking, oh, it's got to be bad. It's not a lot. It's pretty amazing that they have a major sports team. If we redid the leagues today. Yeah. Right. Like if, if we did a, a fantasy draft, uh, you know, redoing the leagues, everything starts over. They're not making it into the NFL. No, I don't think so. I'm trying to, uh, Buffalo probably wouldn't either. Right. Dude, especially Would the Bills because, like, make it. Uh, uh, probably not. Dude, I mean, the, the other sports of, leagues of the Bills would be forgotten on day one. Like you'd be like, yeah. the who? Yeah. yeah. This is from ChatGPT just now. And now, granted, this is September 2021. <laughs> Do you just have ChatGPT open? Of course, always. <laughs> and you never know. And uh, yeah, this is as of September 2021. I doubt it's grown much since then. Uh-huh. The population of Green Bay is 105,000. Yikes. Hey, ChatGPT, write me a speech that makes Adam look like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess if we redid it, they would just be in Milwaukee, right? Even that's questionable. Yeah, Milwaukee. You don't think? I mean, Milwaukee. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Like, I guess people don't go other places because, like, the fact that there's so many areas that people live in where you're just like, holy shit, what the fuck goes on here? And there's so many people that live there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of people that live in Wisconsin. Listen, man, it's not for us, but some people like to do weird ass shit, like fly fishing right out in the woods, and, like or yeah. in big, you know, big pieces of property, fucking yeah. Fly fishing. Yeah. Ice fishing. 
Shit that we Dude, would I never saw a video. Do. This these people like they like to ice dive and they like to swim underneath the frozen water in between like ice holes. That's yeah, like I a would fun, try that. That's like some that's like a fun thing <laughs> somebody you? just does. I would try that. Dude, we got to face it. That a sounds lot like of this country, the worst experience of my life. A lot of this country is just all about uh, getting drunk in an ATV and driving around in the woods, like throwing stuff at trees and animals. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Not really yet. what country songs are pretty much about. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody is uh, part of the laptop in my class. truck and running in around and throwing at stuff at trees. Yeah. It's true. Hey, listen, would you guys say which place would be more likely uh, to have an NFL team if we redid it? Green Bay, Wisconsin or Lincoln, Nebraska? I mean, I guess Green Bay. No, it would probably if we I mean. Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, Lincoln, Nebraska. Lincoln's got to be bigger than Green Bay. There are 290,000 people. Right. It, the football team would probably be a big deal there. Well, Nebraska right, yeah. football is a big deal. They just always right. suck. And we're going to talk college in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But before we get over there, we have a lot of money talk that we have to uh, get to starting still locally uh, with the New York Giants and Saquon Barkley, who has been involved in a very drawn and dragged out contract negotiation with the Giants for... It's been months now. I, I think it's been it's been like nine months since they offered him a contract during the season last season. Uh, I think that that original contract offer was 14 million. Uh, he rejected it. They threatened to uh, use the franchise tag on him. It became an ugly negotiation. We've kind of been talking about this story touch and go for the last couple of weeks today at the time of recording. He signed a one year contract with the Giants worth up to $11 million. So the contract has a ton of incentives. So it's not a guaranteed 11 million. I think some of the incentives um, uh, rely on the giants making the the playoffs. There is a lot mm-hmm. there. He might not get that whole, a lot of uh, that whole 11 million, but um, he kind of caved, but I don't know that he had a whole lot of leverage here. Because I can understand. Well, maybe I can't understand, but he was in a position where he was going to have to set the running back market for all these other running backs because Josh Jacobs still doesn't have a deal. Dalvin Cook still doesn't have a deal. We've been talking about this for for weeks now, how uh, NFL running backs just don't have a place in the league anymore after 26. Um, So he took this contract. Unfortunately, they didn't use the franchise tag. And as far as I know, in the contract, there's nothing about it's a one year deal. He can get tagged next year and the year after. Technically, it seems like the worst possible outcome. Yes. For Barkley. This is what the rules allow. Yeah. Would Would it have been a worse outcome if he sat out? I mean, you know, probably because then you're just not making any money at all. And. I mean, well, and he didn't, he didn't have many options. Like who else was going to pay him a long-term contract? Well, he can't, he also, he couldn't hit the free he market. Couldn't, right. He couldn't hit the free right. market. Right. But still, issue, who's going to pay him for a long term? The issue here is the only way it could have worked out for him is if he would have sat out the whole season and then the giants go six and 11 
And then they're like, oh, yeah. fuck. We need this. This guy's way more valuable than we realized. And now we need him. And then, you know, obviously he's a year older, but he doesn't play. Right. So he's not hurt, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe and maybe it could have. But it's also like, I don't know. These guys are how many people could not make money for a year and live just because you're an athlete, right. you know, making a ton of money doesn't mean you have all that money. Everybody in this country lives paycheck to paycheck, pretty much. Whether what? you're a fucking yeah. athlete or you're a regular person. 11 million. I mean, that's a huge amount to just turn down and just say, I'm not going to take a salary for the year. Yeah. And look what happened to Levy just on sit. Bell. Right. When he did that, his career was that's, essentially ended. The unfortunate truth is the rules favor the owners at the moment. And that just is what it is. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not even that the rules favor the owners. It's that the running, there is no help for the running backs. It's almost like the running backs need like a union within the union. Where it's just like right. them, and maybe they, they should. Like, maybe each position should have its own like board or something. I don't know. Because listen, I like I I don't the the I don't know how the rules of the union work, but at some point you have to like define what a running back is. Because yeah, I don't know if if I see a a day in which like the running back will just be completely dissolved from football, but. I do think the future is sort of like the Shanahan system where it's like, Oh, for sure. They're using guys like Ayuk and, um, uh, Debo, Debo to basically Debo is a running back, essentially. Debo, I, I heard an interesting way it was put the other day is like Debo Samuel is not definitely not a top 10 wide receiver, but he's a top 10 football player. Right. And it's like, yeah, the, you have these hybrid positions now where it's like, uh, Obviously, a top-level receiver is going to make more than a top-level running back. But when your running back is essentially this hybrid position where they're, you know, I think it was McCaffrey said this. Somebody said this, that they basically just wanted to get paid as, like, two players, you know? Right. Because you are basically playing two positions and you're blocking. Well, and I think that was part of Barkley's argument, too, is that he's not just, uh, you know, like a uh, an H-back. Like, he's not just carrying the ball he's also daniel jones's security blanket you know he's and daniel jones gets cold he needs that blanket right but on the other hand by the way 11 million dollars is a lot of money like i'm not feeling bad for saquon barkley not like oh poor saquon hope i I just hope hope he gets by this year i just feel bad that there has basically been this move that uh the NFL has just decided that there's a position in sports. Like I, I think, I think when it all is said and done, the way the money shakes out, like kickers stand to make more than running backs do now. Um, I think across uh, like the average, essentially, maybe that's um, what a running back is worth. Like honestly, maybe these guys should shift their, you know, shift shift your your goals. Like don't try and go. Be a running back. It's it's not a but. So this is the point, to... Adam. This is like the whole thing. It's like who is gonna? What are they like? The you running adapt. back's always gonna exist, or someone's gonna play that position, or or eventually no one will want to take any money to be a running back, and you know things will go in the opposite direction. The league will pay pay more money for running backs. Maybe you gotta like let it kind of run its course. There will just be one running back in the league, and every team is vying to sign him. So it's like he's offered 15 million by the Giants, 20 million by the Jets, right. 30 million by the Bucks, 40 million by the Niners. And then that one running back gives that team such an advantage. 
And that's but it's like this. This has kind of happened. I mean, like, like we talked about it a few weeks ago. I think that, uh, like, Mike Allstott, the fullbacks. Uh, fullback is not really a position anymore. Like those guys are out there, but like a fullback doesn't a fullback doesn't make a difference in a game. Only on know? like the Patriots, probably. Yeah. Right. Um. So I don't know. I I just think that they're. I feel bad for these guys in the sense that they're just like they're a part of this machine that makes so much money. Uh, and they are, yes, you're right, Adam. 11 million is not that it's not like anything to, to sniff at, but when you know, there's, it's like the, the screen actors guild and all these, these, these other unions that are striking right now. It's like, yes, those guys are making a lot of money, but at this, you know, some of them, the people at the no, top are making a lot of money. The people at the bottom are making nothing in those. Right. At, at SAG. But it's also like, like, I think the bigger issue is more that you see that there is this like influx of money and, there's a lot of people at the top making a lot on the other side and you right. kind it's, of wonder. You like, see, I mean, that's, what's so gross. I mean, that'll honestly, that could transition us into the next topic because yeah. it's just like the, the crazy parade of wealth that some people do. And then it's like the fact that some people are starving is honestly, it is crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, this was a huge week for contracts and, and, uh, there's a lot of business stuff that I think that we wanted to discuss, but it's not even these guys. Like, you know, these athletes, like they're, there's people above them that have so much fucking money. Like it just doesn't even make any sense. It makes no sense. I mean, why don't we start with Killian Mbappe who, uh, right. He he plays for PSG right now, Paris Saint Germain. He's a, he's a, uh, he's on the French national team. I believe he's from. Paris originally. Uh he's the best soccer player in the world right now as as it stands and um the Saudis are trying to get him away from PSG and so the way the transfer window works, the transfer portal works with soccer is that when a team poaches a player, they have to pay the player but they also have to pay the team. So the Saudis for whatever team they're trying to get him to play on um I, I forget what it's called, but it's it, it, the Saudi soccer team. Let's just say that. Uh, Al Halal. Al Halal. Is that the team? Al Halal? Uh, yeah. Are Dude, we gonna, that's Adam? so crazy. <laughs> that's like if some minor league team offered some someone, you know, $45 million to come and play for them out of nowhere. Not $45 million. Yeah. And wasn't it like $700 million? million? Mbappe can't start negotiations with Al Halal to complete seven hundred seventy million dollar transfer from PSG. Seven hundred seventy million, and then they'd have to put pay PSG three hundred million ish or two eighty. I think it shook out to one point one billion in total. Was the deal for one year? One year. That is, I mean, I mean hat. If listen, that's man. fuck you money, like I've never even really heard of. I. If it's a disregard for money, I feel like at that point. Well, it's to your point, Adam. It's like all these people that are like, like the Saudis could take that money and, and put it into Africa or put it into somewhere where people right. need, need water and, and need to eat. And they're going to just pay this kid to come play right. soccer. 797 for million. What? Right. It makes no fucking sense. And that's just because they don't care about money. They have no regard for it. It means nothing to them. Which is why they, they should buy the New York Yankees. <laughs> Seven thirty-seven was just a number that, that, like you know, they clicked a program yeah. on the computer. What and was randomly the strategic, generated. uh, 
reasoning for 770 whoa yeah. 738 you're you're fucking <laughs> are you out of your mind whoa 737 is the, is his, the highest uh, i'll go his salary right now is 72 million so they're like oh we'll 10 exit yeah right? yeah <laughs> we'll pay you 10 times what you make in paris dude this is so, why we all need to start driving electric cars because we can't we cannot have patrick mahomes in a few years get poached to go in some Saudi football league. So, but this is someone's going to do it. Someone's going to make the move. This is the thing. So when I sent you guys the Mbappe uh, uh, Instagram story um, that I sent you shortly after that, Giannis Antetokounmpo tweeted a a meme that was like, like I kind of look like Mbappe. Like you want to offer me this kind of money. And then LeBron James also tweeted about it. Uh, So the Saudis have done what they were hoping to do, which was oh, yeah. completely sports wash everything and just say like, wow, look at, look at that, uh, irresponsible spending that they're doing, uh, on these athletes. Uh, don't we love the Saudis now? Cause they'll pay you a billion dollars yeah, to come. It's pay. a, it's gone from, they've, they've gone from being a human rights nightmare of a regime to like, <laughs> it's so funny what they're doing. Right. Isn't it awesome? I'll make a, I'll I'll go and play for El Halal for a billion dollars. So this is the thing. We've had these like hypothetical conversations before, but if you're this kid when faced with the opportunity to make almost a billion dollars to just do the thing that you already do for a year. And then when that year is over, you can go and play he, he doesn't have to stay there for more than that. He can go play in the Premier League or do whatever he wants to do. Play for, I think I heard him, he wants to play for like Chelsea or one of those, whatever. Do you take the money? I mean, dude, I would do far worse things than for $770 million. This, I play for the Saudis. Yeah. Hmm. I get why he didn't do it. And I think I would have to agree. I mean, if I was him, I don't I, think I, he. I don't think he turned it down. Yeah, he didn't. I thought he turned it down. Oh no, they're working out the deal. Yeah, I don't think he turned it down, Adam. Oh, they're. Yeah. T- oh shit. Yeah, okay, I don't, wow. I don't I think he, he turned had, it. Down. I'm I just he saying hypothetically. I'm saying if we were in this position, Adam, that's what I'm saying. But how much is your integrity worth as a soccer player? I mean, you're making seventy-two million dollars. You're just going to be like, fine, fuck it. I'll go play for the Saudis on a team that no one cares about. It's like, and I know what they're doing. These people think they could just buy me because they have no regard for money. Yeah. I guess if I'm already making 70 million, then I'm not going to, I was, I was, I was literally thinking about it. Like if, if the you, Saudis if were, you were you, me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I was, no, if I, if I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like the Saudis <laughs> just sent me a letter. Yo, man. Hey, man, we know you're kind of we just got Papio on the team. You're <laughs> 770 mil, baby. Uh, yeah, if I'm Mbappe, I can't do it. No way. Yeah, I would, me, I would me, say. Yes, Mbappe, no. Yeah. I think you're right. I don't think I could do it either, man. I mean, that's such silly money, but that must mean like. You could, uh, could you leverage that deal? Could Into you go to what? the prim- leverage it so, for what? So if he's going to stay at uh, PSG for another year, 
Um, or I, I keep hearing that he wants to go to one of the Premier League teams. I don't follow soccer. The story was just too juicy to not. So he's just going to leave for one year, take his seven seventy, and be no, like, no, no. Right. I'm saying, I'm saying, could you, could you, could you get half of that from one of these English teams and just be oh. like, and be like, listen, I don't, sure, I don't need this. maybe, maybe. I don't, know, no I don't know. I don't know what kind cap? of money these English teams have. There's no yeah, salary there no, cap in soccer. There's like no. Yeah, there's no rules. Basically, you just it's like free market unleashed. Oh. The only rule that I'm aware of is that you pay the compensation to the team if you steal That's them. That's crazy that they don't have this sort of assist. Like it's the most American system. Yeah, but it it's not in America. Right. It's like fuck it. Complete and total laissez faire. We're just gonna let all this of the most of the rules go. in baseball protect the owners. The salary uh, cap it actually protects the owners from driving up the prices of contracts too quickly. Otherwise, it would just be bidding wars all the time. But now they're incentivized well, to no, not do that. Wait, there's no there's no salary cap though in baseball. Isn't there a tax well, you pay if you go over? There's a tax, soft, but that's not a cap. salary. Yeah, cap. that's it's not, not a, a hard salary cap. Like, like the, the right, salary right, cap right. is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Cap. But a lot, but most teams abide by that salary cap. Uh yeah. I mean, now more some. now now more than they used to. Yeah. The Mets don't. The Padres yeah. don't. The Angels. Like the don't. Yankees in- intentionally try to stay underneath it, and I think there's several penalties up. Like of level levels of penalties too, yeah. yeah it but goes it's not up and up and it's, up. it's not a cap the way that the NFL has a cap to keep things right, safe. right, right. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about that's what I'm saying. It's not about competitiveness. It's well, both of them are still benefiting the owners, not the players. Well, speaking of salary caps, the other contract that we have to talk about is Jalen Brown's contract. Now, Adam, before we talk about the contract itself, please for for my salary for the year, tell me. Who is Jalen Brown? A basketball player. All right. I need a little more than that. On the Celtics. All right. All right. That's a little better. We're getting there. Would you I mean, believe that he is now the highest, the highest played, paid basketball player in the history of the NBA? No. He signed a $304 million extension. It is the richest contract in NBA history. Uh, there were wow. jokes. Yeah. Uh, is he worth it? No. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he was all NBA second team this year. Uh hmm. and and he Dang. uh there were a lot of forwards that were hurt. No. 304. Not worth it. Here, 30304 million. That's what we're going to go with. We've pinpointed it. It's just that the CBA I think is about to go up again for the for the NBA because that's what the next story that we're talking about the the rights deal uh is is all about i think the nba is they're just printing money at this point uh their their salary cap is going to jump when they do uh their new deal with espn um and espn are they even public who the nba no none of these leagues are public the no, no sports public. leagues are yeah. they're just yeah. a private company yeah, private company. But again, it doesn't matter. It's more about the- dude. They they've got us so so hooked on their fucking scam, don't they? Truly, it's elaborate I mean, yeah. on that. Wait, 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 tell me, tell me about this. I mean, you know, like this is all just a money making machine. Like sports, it's all it all is so meaningless, really. 
what's it all mean, man? It's all just a <laughs> yeah, yeah. machine, man. Listen, I'm Mikey, since I, came to Cal- since I came to California, I've been different. All right. <laughs> Adam's getting really deep on us. Adam, Adam likes to pretend that he doesn't drive a Porsche. And, and, and fucking, I mean, listen, and we're, and we're a JLC watch. It's actually a Vacheron. Excuse me. More expensive, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Folks. <laughs> yeah right. Okay. Um, outrageous. my point still stands. Uh, the, so the, the money though, for the NBA, this might, there may be something else affecting it. It was reported on Friday. Uh, in a classic news dump, Friday news dump uh, by uh, major media publications that ESPN and D- Disney and ESPN didn't mean Disney owns them. Uh, they are talking to all of the leagues, uh, the four major leagues, and they are potentially um, courting them as buyers of ESPN or partners, meaning that if all of these leagues buy in, they would have equity. In ESPN, which would, in theory, probably make them more money. I would imagine that it's like a level of revenue sharing that we probably can't fully comprehend because we're not like that deep into sports business. But uh, I think that that makes sense. But you're not that deep into sports business. Oh, uh, what? Well, explain this for me to me then, Adam. Dude, I don't have to explain anything to you. Go, <laughs> go on, Mikey. <laughs> Um, so it's going to be good for the leagues. I think they're going to have a lot more programming power, um, at ESPN if this happens, but I think it will be worse for the consumers because I have a feeling this is why the NBA and their fucking stupid mid mid season tournament got pushed through. I think ESPN is sucking off these leagues right now a little more than we anticipated to make a deal like this happen. Because mm. everything, yeah, dude, there was seeing, some game on last night. I don't even know what the fuck I was watching. It was like guys I never heard of wearing jerseys. I know I didn't recognize. What's the sport? Did you know the sport? It's basketball. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I knew the sport, man. What the like? <laughs> I I never know. It could have been baseball. It could have been tennis. I wasn't sure. <laughs> um. So this could be. This is an interesting story to follow. I think. Um. Because I do think this is. I I I love David Sampson, who's like a sports business guy. He was one, a former president of baseball operations for the Marlins, and he now does a podcast called uh, Nothing Personal, where he talks about this business uh, stuff. And he has talked at length about how ESPN kind of boned over baseball. There was a certain point in like the early 2000s when everybody turned on the steroid guys where baseball just stopped. ESPN stopped putting baseball on baseball tonight got cut back. They like really uh, slaughtered the baseball division. Um, And I mean, I think he's right about this. He, he always says that it hurt baseball. It hurt the growth of the game because ESPN all of a sudden was just, they just cared about the NFL and the NBA and also hurt hockey. um, Cause they kind of pivoted out of those other two sports. So I I would be interested to see what a world where all of these sports leagues have an equal partnership with the media company that puts their uh sports on the platform cuz if I was baseball I would need I would need a bigger piece of the pie I think 
Vic, you, you have three guys. Baseball tonight is three guys. Where's the rest of the baseball coverage? Anybody? Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's not there. Like, I, I don't know. I just, it, if I was baseball and hockey, how do you Most buy sports in? are kind of boring, like, after a little while, you know? Like, who wants to watch random teams you don't care about play? But that's the, that's Most the sports, issue. you don't want to do that. Like, that's baseball, you'll never get people excited about two teams that they have no connection to playing each other. But that's why you would buy in if you're the league. Like, you're buying into a media conglomerate because you want to tell the story of your sport better. Right, right. And ESPN is if they do no, it this, makes sense. It makes sense for to me for the leagues to do it. I just now think you that, guys own that sports network and Disney's out of it. Well, they wouldn't be out. It would be like a partnership. Oh, uh, okay. But from everything I've been seeing, Disney's having like cash flow problems, which is kind of funny to think about. Um, because they still didn't pay for Hulu yet. They bought Hulu from Comcast, and I think they have to pay them this year. It's like eleven billion dollars or something. Hmm. That's a cool thing to be able to buy something and just not have eleven billion. That's a lot of mbops. That's a lot of mbops. <laughs> 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 All right, let's take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk college football. Uh, probably the only time you ever hear us talk about college football on the show. Uh, so <laughs> stick around. We'll be right back. Corruption. Uh, there's a scandal afoot all the time in college sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Matt, you've got a couple of uh, college stories that you want to talk about. What do we got today? Yeah. So possibly the one and done, you know, to use a college phrase uh, of us talking college sports here, college Never football. Know. Yeah. Northwestern uh, seems to have gone full Abu Ghraib, guys. They, uh, <laughs> They're shutting it down. They're firing people. Um, so what happened was uh, hazing by 11 current or former players, including forced participation, nudity, and sexualized acts of a degrading nature. That was in hmm. a letter that came from the university president. So very real story. Uh, people are very upset about it. They thought, I guess some people thought hazing was over. <laughs> um, so my question to you guys is, should hazing be allowed? Should it be condoned or should it be required? <laughs> Adam? Uh, I think a little hazing should be allowed here and there, you know, like you're, you could like see it going on and look the other way at small, small shit. But I think obviously when something gets a little carried away, you need to step in and stop it. Okay. Now can you define carried away? There's a, so (laughs) there's a frat, there was a frat at my school that had their pledges do fight club and they would just get hammered drunk and beat the shit out of each other. Like stuff like that, I'm cool with, but anything else needs to stop. <laughs> I wasn't sure which way you were going to go on that. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. And, uh, Adam actually uh, was. I heard you, at, you went to Rutgers, right? You were roommates with uh, good old Frankie Edgar while you were there, I believe, right? 
Uh, wait, I have no idea what you're talking about, but the, I like the idea of me being roommates with Frankie Edgar. Are <laughs> no, you talking about the, the UFC the fight fighter? Thing. Yeah, yeah, just because it was a fight club in, in the school. Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a bra. I mean, one night, one night we went out and we were just going to start a fight and we were with this kid. I obviously never started a fight. We were going to we start a kid. fight. Wait, why? We were like, let's all start a fight. And then like, we were with some psycho fucking kid who was like, he was an ex Marine and he obviously took it the furthest that you could. And he would just start approaching groups and just fucking beating the shit out of people. Like, and we were just like, Oh shit, this is what we unleashed. Yeah, Rutgers, honestly, man, it's funny because Rutgers, and I don't want to, I don't want to get too far. I think it's better now than it was when, when we, when we were there, it was because I I didn't, obviously, I didn't go there, but I, I hung out there a lot. I got drunk at Rutgers quite a bit when I was in college. Wait, I thought you went to Rutgers. No, I was just, I was just there all the time. Oh, okay. (laughs) But we had a similar thing where there was a guy there, um, at some party that my friends threw at their house once, a guy that we didn't know. He was, he got really drunk. And he was, he was trying to make people drink things. He would like come up to them with like a, like a glass of clear liquor. And he'd be like, he'd like try to put it up to your lips and be like, yeah, here, drink this. He'd be like, get out of here. So he was doing that. And Dude, then, there were, and, and I had those times myself, but there were some kids that were just, you came across in college that were deeply, deeply troubled. Yes. <laughs> well, he kicked down, he, something happened. He got mad and drunk one night and the kid kicked down my friend's fence. The wooden fence in the yard, he just kicked it down. So he was he, he was way. wearing what? It was in his way. Yeah, right. It was in his way. Dude, I was a mess. I was a mess in college too. I remember freshman year, my RA, who was like this nice lady, she hung up all this shit all over the walls for like, you know, autumn or something like that to commemorate the new season and one night i got hammered drunk and came back and ripped all of it down and that she was just devastated the next day like, yeah i was just a drunk fucking selfish asshole oh man see and when we see these these uh you know kids nowadays on tv you see like in these cities they have like teen takeover it's teens robbing stores and beating right. people up. And teens killing like, everybody's yeah. like oh my god kids these days i can't believe what they're doing it's like no, no, no. Kids these oh. days just have fucking iPhones. Yeah. Because guess what? Teens been taking shit over and wiling and being reckless and Dude. ruining lives for a long time. You know time. what's frightening? Yeah. Those bicycle kids that drive through New York City at times. They're just like, they drive through a main avenue, like going 100 deep. Oh, yeah. Don't fuck with them. Right. That is frightening. So teens, teens are out there, by the way. Yeah, well, what a, <laughs> a soundbite. <laughs> but I mean, I I think to bring it back to what Matt was asking, I mean, I think I think hazing when it gets into a place where it's it's sexual, that's when it's it's a real big problem. Um, like, yeah, I no, I agree. If you could swap out Northwestern's locker room with Abu Ghraib or Guantanamo Bay, <laughs> that's probably you've gone too far. Right. Right. But I'm hazing to the degree where it's like, I do think there's a level of hazing that is, that is, you know, it happens in the pros too. Usually there's all these great stories that I remember reading about. Uh, they did this Sports Illustrated piece on the Mets in 2006 when that team was really good and they were all kind of like friends. <laughs> they didn't and, even make it anywhere. <laughs> <They got nothing. laughs> 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 2006 Mets. Yeah, those were the days, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! They had there was this part of the story that I remember where uh, apparently Cliff Floyd and David Wright were really good friends. And Cliff Floyd is is if you're not familiar, uh, like a six foot four African American ball player who was good. Um, David Wright was his rookie. So he Cliff Floyd kind of like made David Wright's rookie year kind of like a living hell. Mop the just, floors, kid. Yeah, just pranks and stuff like that. So there's this whole thing in there that was like they uh he made he um when they were going to security, like on, on some trip that they were going on, like a road trip, he made David Wright wear his fur coat, Cliff Floyd's fur coat, and carry like um a suitcase full of black porno magazines and then he got like pulled aside and they asked him they were like they're like are these yours he's like and he had to be like yeah they're mine like shit like Dude, that. he probably arranged for him to get pulled aside too. yeah 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 oh, it was like, yeah that's just funny yeah like that stuff doesn't really hurt anybody. i mean dude if i was working right. security and a baseball player came up to me and said yo that's david right over there i'm pulling a prank on him do you mind pulling him to the side i'd be like fuck yes yeah of course yeah, we're we're the Mets. We'll I'll kill him if you want me to. <laughs> so I mean, listen, I think I think when the coach is a part of it, though, uh, then that is a, another step that I it's think is creepy. Difficult. That's it's almost like a secret fuck. society. You know, it's like you're, you're yeah, you're just bringing these players somewhere. A lot of these. They're a lot of these secret a- societies, I feel like they revolve a lot around like ass fucking. Yeah, a lot of stuff. It's all with frat kids yeah. and uh, sex crimes, right? Yeah, cultish behavior or occult yeah. behavior. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we can't let football devolve into like you know Epstein's Island or something like that with <laughs> right. the Freemasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Bohemian Grove or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But it's just it's another drop in the bucket for college sports. It's like you put kind of like the most, you know, you put the highest level of testosterone in a place um, where there is, you know, I guess that's the job of the head coach to make sure yeah, things don't get it too out of it hand. It is. No, it is the job of the head yeah. coach, which is, yeah, why this guy, they're going to have to really, uh, you know, hold him liable. Because like, Adam, like you were talking about your experience in college as being a drunk asshole. I mean, I could tell a ton of stories pretty comparable just being a fucking menace right and guess what we were not hyper competitive we weren't on fucking steroids and we weren't getting hit in the head every week so imagine the type of shit we would have been doing if we were playing football because dude i i was in locker rooms in high school and they were not they were bad (laughs) you know it's a it's a, a sports environment in a lot of ways i'm not saying this is obviously a generalization and I love sports. I think athletes are some of the best people, you know, in the world. But uh, there's a there's a bit of a toxic environment in a lot of uh, within sports in, in a lot of ways. It just is what it is. Right. It's st- and it's still so toxic. And you know that. And I don't care as long Dude, as, you know, there was. So when I was in high the school, Yankees there win. was there was a kid. Uh, there was a a um, the soccer team and the football team. You turn this lamp on. A locker room. Thanks for thank you for telling us, Adam. Uh, 
the soccer team and the football team shared a locker room and the uh the soccer team was all indian kids because i grew up in edison there were it was all like indian and chinese and there, there was like a lot of like asian kids that lived there none of them played football the football team was all the white and black kids and spanish kids basically um and there was this guy and i cannot remember his his name but he was like some some girl that i went to high school with it was her older brother and the kid was like famously like a lunatic <laughs> like 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 a like a, a like when we were just talking about the teens taking over he's like one of those kids yeah and um i mean people like that man they only get crazier <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so this this kid was this kid was nuts and um they hated that we had to share the locker room with these these Indian kids on the soccer team. These like like scrawny kind of like, you know. Um so I remember as a freshman we were kind of crowded by these Indian kids in this one like area section of the locker room and this kid this guy comes out and he is just like fully naked. <laughs> like like completely naked and he's just he just sits on the bench next to these indian kids as they were getting ready and his fucking cock is he had a big cock too he had the he had a giant like this he had a giant cock and he like just this put, Dunkin donuts cup this is yeah, how this like, is how this, mikey remembers it this microphone he just put his fucking his big cock on the on the uh on the bench and he just sat there while these indian kids were getting changed and then he started we were on the we were freshmen and he was JV. So he was just talking to us. Like he was like, what's up, Mike? How was practice today? Like I see you, you know, you're, you're putting up more weight in the weight room or whatever. And he's just sitting there with the purpose of making all of these Indian kids on the soccer team uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> and like, nobody thought twice about shit like that. Like that's not sexually invasive or anything, but it's more, I don't it's know just more, to, it's territorial. It's fucking weird. It's, it's, like, it's a bad, it's a bad thing to do once. But then, yeah. like, obviously, if that got habitual, then it would be a problem. Yeah, he, yeah, 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 right. He's, so this, he's kind of animalistic, this guy. Yes, he's like very, right. He's like a very primal human being. Like, the idea that, oh, there's, they're here. I don't, I don't want them here. Right. I'm going to exactly. take out my cock. I'm going <laughs> to sit next to them with my cock. My, yeah, my big probably cock. didn't talk like that, but, you know, that's how an animal would, would sound. Right, like right. Yeah. Um, and then we have Jim Harbaugh, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, Harbaugh recruiting violations. He's going to get suspended for four games. Uh, should, should there even be rules for recruiting? Well, I, I've been, I was trying to find what the violations were and I couldn't. They yeah, just, exactly. They just say they're violations. So like, what's the violation? Maybe uh, talking to a kid like when it was a certain point in the season or something like that. Who gives a fuck. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if recruiting should be regulated or not, but I got to be honest. I am fucking jealous of these of these freaking college athletes. They yeah. live the life, man. Could you yeah. like what the like they get this experience? They're t- imagine being 17 years old and getting a multi-million dollar contract and you're just going to be play football next year. How big of a piece of shit would you be that year? 17, oh, man. Yeah. You wouldn't even, I would have had the coolest car. I would have blown my money in 17,000 different ways. 
Oh my God. And the best thing about it is like, you don't have to worry. Cause if you're good enough, you're just going to the NFL to get more. So like, right. you're going to, I think we're going to see, uh, within these next couple of years, once this college money really, really starts rolling in, you're going to see, I mean, and social media being what it is, you're going to see a lot of these college athletes getting fucking wild. And they should, they should Absolutely. get paid. They, I mean, they should, this should be, this should be, this should be the most interesting part about college sports. Cause this is what I wanted. I kind of wanted us to, to, yeah, you know, on. that's a good point, Mikey. Well, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. It sounds like you. I, I just like, all right. Say. So, so Adam went to Rutgers. I hung out a lot at Rutgers. Um, Matt, you didn't go to a school that had like a D1 program, right? No, I don't think Montclair has a, right. No, I don't think so. So, uh, Rutgers has a D1 program. It's kind of cool. Um, they were like, they were just, they were good the year before I st- I got there. Yeah. Yeah. Then the they had Shiano they, era. Yeah. The right. Shiano era. Who he's back. The first the one. Yeah. Yeah. He's, right. yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. coach again. Um, but it's fun when you're in college and there are these big games and like, you know, even when we were in high school going into Rutgers, uh, going into that to college, like Rutgers had that big win against Louisville mm-hmm. and the, the goalpost came down. That stuff's a lot of fun when you're young. Is there anything more pathetic than adults who go back and like tailgate college football games? Or am I that's a am weird I one bugging out or dude, I had some friends who did that for years after and they would wake up like 5 a.m. just to like get to the parking lot before everyone and like one other group of people would always get there at the same time as them. It's just, it's a lot, man. I mean, going to a football game in general is exhausting. I can't imagine the people that like live to do it every single week. It's crazy. Yeah. Particularly it's weird going to too many games in general is kind of fucking silly. At a so lame, bro. Yeah. And uh I mean, I love going to see live sports, but like, yeah, a few times a year is fine. You know, um the, that's a ultra, fucking pathetic move though right the one you outlined mike the the guy who is like you know you have kids now yeah you have a wife you have responsibilities you have a mortgage and you're still just like wearing your fucking michigan sweatshirt yeah and waking up early on a saturday to just go get hammered to watch somebody who is you know your son's age perhaps or even worse you're like 42 and you're not married <laughs> Ooh. and and you don't have kids wow. and you're just hanging out at the game with your buddies. Which one of those is worse? That's a good question. I mean, dude, like, so I, I went, so when I was back in the standup days, uh, I went to Columbus, Ohio with a mutual friend, former oh, mutual yeah. friend of ours. Mm. And we went to, I figured I was like, I'm in town. Like, we had, we, I think we had shows that night. So we had nothing to do in the daytime. So I was like, I'll, I'll go and see this. This will be like, like interesting. Um, the town of Columbus, Ohio on the day of an Ohio state game. I mean, there is nothing you, we, we talk about little piggies in this country uh, constantly on this show. Those are some big piggies. It was, it was the, the land of Oz for, for middle America pigs. And it's I like mean, every week. Is. Yeah. It's the just whole days like, about this fucking dumbass game on some, some kid with, I mean, like how, 
you, how do you get that invested? How do you get that invested? I don't get yeah. it. Kids, know. honey, it's Sunday again or Saturday again. Let's go. It's like everyone's dressed up. You're cooking food for it. You're getting together for it. You care. You're happy when they win and you're devastated when they lose. I can't believe that. Painting your face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everybody every, screaming every good screaming. T- every time your like, team dude, did a good tr- thing. Try to put it in perspective. All right. Go back on a Friday night to the high school that you went to and watch a high school football game when you don't have kids that play on the high school football team, would that be considered appropriate or inappropriate? No, but for some reason, as soon as they're <laughs> legal, right? Anything's like, game. Like, like what? 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 That'd why be funny this- if they started branding college football as barely legal football. <laughs> Penn State's new quarterback. Is he a running quarterback? A pocket passer? He's barely hot. Eric Newman. (laughs) Yeah, I don't get it, man. I really, it is one of these things where it's like, I, when we were in college, I thought it was so sweet. And now I'm just kind of like, it is in the moment. It is. Yeah. It's cool in the moment when you're in college. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I would go to a college football game. Like yeah. whatever's the biggest game of the year, I'd go to it. Yeah. I'd go every week. I'd dress up, bring my family. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, all right. That's all I had for that. I just thought I, I, it's just something that I've been thinking about for a long time where it's like I hear I'll listen to sports shows that I that I like and hear them do an hour on college football. And I'm just like, oh, you guys are adult. This is you guys are like losers. <laughs> it's like pathetic. It's weird, man. Um, shall we do our Howard Ratner no shot parlay? Yeah, man, yeah. it's getting Damn, harder. We have and a harder, harder, isn't it? Single one, huh? It's getting yeah, tough. It's a tough time of year. Um, we're like oh for thirteen or something on this. And and right before yeah. the show started, we were like hitting all of them like twenty in a row, weren't we, guys? Something like that during the test yeah. runs. Yeah, test runs. We were like, we were like, should we even do a podcast? Because we're clearly right. about to run a, a betting syndicate here. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. What do you guys got uh, this week? Adam, oh, I've got a real first. great one. Um, yeah, this week's not that exciting. Uh, uh, honestly, I don't even think the UFC card is exciting, oh, but I'm going to no make way. it exciting. You think it's good? I honestly, I don't know enough about UFC to know if a whole card is good. Yeah, yeah I, I only know if like the headliners are big names. And I feel like Poirier, he's, he's been in the spotlight for a little bit and he, he just hasn't, you know, he hasn't done anything with it. Um, but I am betting Poirier by knockout at plus 175. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. All right. He did not. Yeah. He, the guy he's fighting, he did knock him out the last time they fought years ago. There you go. So that, I mean, listen, I, I don't want to bet on that. Suck fight me, kiss me. I, I, I like both guys, but you know, listen, plus 175, that could, uh, that could really pay dividends, Adam. Mikey, uh, you got anything exciting this week? Oh, well, as you know, guys, it's my favorite time of, you know, once every four years. It's the Women's World Cup. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, 9 p.m. The U.S. women's team is playing the Netherlands. Uh, and they are a minus 145 against the Netherlands plus 450. 
Uh, All right, cut. Mikey, we're going to have to take that again. Just be really enthusiastic. Like you're excited about the women's <laughs> soccer game. Uh, I'm going to take the women's minus 145 because they people tell me they're good. Um, I'm not going to watch this game. People act like they're really Fuck good. It. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Take I it. Mean, I don't, the whole point of it, this, right? Fuck it. <laughs> yes. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They still have that that one woman who like they they tried to make into like this cultural icon, but it kind of just didn't happen for her. I think this is her last one. Oh, so they got to win. Yeah. Uh, what the hell is her name? Um, <sighs> Megan oh, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, the the women's team always gets a lot of hype, but they never they haven't won no, anything, they, have they? No, they always win, Adam. Oh, they do always win. They're like they're dominant. Yeah. Mm. So that so it's a good bet then, Mikey. Yeah, you got yeah. got good value on it. I think they've won the last two World Cups. All right, so they're pretty good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, that's what happens when the rest of the world leaves their women chained up <laughs> in the kitchen for fucking a hundred years longer than we did. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, the world uh, hasn't caught up yet. Yeah, in a lot of ways, hey, we got a lot of problems here, but they got bigger problems elsewhere, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I was, I was thinking of, uh, you know, there's a big boxing fight this weekend, Errol Spence versus, uh, Terrence Crawford. Mm. That, that's a big boxing. Uh, you guys ever heard of them? Terrence Crawford. Um, yeah. yeah. No. no. <laughs> Biggest fight they can make in boxing, pretty much. Nobody even knows. But, uh, and we got the UFC, good card. But, you know, guys, I found something that just really hits me differently. This was something that's like, you know, something new, something exciting, something I haven't seen before, which is why I'm going to the Taiwan CPBL. Uh, I guess that means Chinese Professional Baseball League, right? Wow. I think so, yeah. Um, I thought and- China didn't own. I thought Taiwan... Oh, we don't want to get political on this show, do we, boys? <laughs> I don't, no, I don't not know. right at the <laughs> right at the no chance. <laughs> it's not like we said anything about Saudi Arabia. Well, <laughs> I would say there's no chance that Taiwan remains independent for much longer. And if I could bet on that, I would. <laughs> but DraftKings Come doesn't home, have son. odds on it, so I'm gonna take the Fubon Guardians. Yeah, of course. As the underdogs at plus one hundred five to beat the Wei Chuan Dragons. That's at five thirty five a.m. tomorrow. I like Dragons it. Dragons Guardians. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a smart bet. So we're gonna put that in our parlay machine, our proprietary software here developed for the sports group, and uh, a one hundred dollar bet. On Poirier by knockout, the Megan Rapino U.S. Women's National Team, and the or they the Fubon Guardians, uh, is going to net you a total payout of eight hundred and fifty-two dollars and fifty-four cents. I don't know about you guys. Wow. I feel pretty good about this week. I feel good about that one. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, we're definitely going to win. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. We'll check back next week and see if we actually win. Um, but that's going to do it for us this week. Gentlemen, or make the bet yourself and know. Well, always bet it. You should always Absolutely. bet it. You have nothing to lose. Nothing to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Mike Coscarelli on all social platforms. Matthew? At Matt Lejeski. 
Adam. At, at it's Adam Foster. And that's going to do it for us on the sports group. Um, shout out to Jeremy Gonzalez, our intern, who is finally uh, joining the show. Shout <laughs> out, Jeremy. Hanging out. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.